Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm gonna set up the speaker and I'm gonna listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the Bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile wrapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Airborne on a Friday. How's everybody doing out there? Hope everybody's doing good. I'm the Bulldog. Mike Shope is off today still. Nate Geary here on time and accounted for. Good to see you, buddy. Woo! Good to see you. You were early. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the right yeah. thing to say right mm-hmm. there. Uh, hope everybody's doing all right on a Friday, getting revved up for a weekend and excited that your football team may have more, well, they have more money. Yeah, it's not even made at their they disposal. Do. They do. Yeah. There's, there's still. It's funny. I, I tweeted about that because uh, you know the, the 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 wheels start spinning. You know, like oh, you know, and Mike Tanier is going to be on with us at four. I, the way I phrased the tweet was like they've got more money, and he's like they've just got less non money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so they've gone yeah. from fifty over to forty over, or, you know, ballparking it. Uh, but yeah, there was news today. If you haven't heard uh, the salary cap, and there there was some sort of leaning this way uh, reporting this week that don't be surprised. Sort of phrasing from some of the big shots: if the cap goes up 
more than has been expected. Uh, and that happened today. The, the, the bills have got an extra, I guess, 11 to $12 million. But uh, bad news is so do 31 other teams. Uh, Thank you, Tay Swift. Who are not right. Who are not, who are not as over the cap as aggressively as the bills are. But, hey, look, so they have to do less trimming or they can still do the same amount of trimming and have more money to spend. Fun coupons. Yeah. And like I look, I'm a, you know, I'm a responsible adult grown man. I I don't always uh you know win one parlay every two months and go like, oh I can buy a new guitar. But I sometimes do. Uh <laughs> I sometimes do. And so I hear about this and I think like, you know, is there is there room now? Can we even can we talk? Can we dream? Are we allowed to dream? Or, you know, do we have to just buy milk and bread and eggs with, uh, with, with this extra money? Or can we, you know, can we buy a guitar? Can we buy – can I interest you in a Mike Evans, anyone? Is there, is there any chance the Bills can go big game hunting can we buy a guitar? in free agency? Can we buy a guitar? Um, like, I, I, I don't know how much this will change what the Bills – and, and honestly, I don't know how much of a surprise – uh, this is to them because there was reporting going on this week that was indicating that this could happen. There's a good chance that the teams already had some idea that they were going to get closer to the figure that has been reported today, $250 million for the salary cap. Did you look at the chart, by the way, of the, of the, of the cap, like where it started and where it is now? Do you have a guess? Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Do you have a guess? at what the NFL salary cap per team was in 1994 when the salary cap first was implemented? $65 million. Less. Yeah. $28 million. Okay, you're closer. I, I 30, still less. Thirty six okay. or thirty eight million was. I don't have it right in front of, it, but it was. It was in the. It was in the high thirties, mid to high thirties. Mama, the times are is changing. Is what I saw. Like, I mean, right? Can you even imagine? Third, how? How? <laughs> how did you run a pro football team with only that much money to spend on players? It's incredible. Uh, the growth. So. Like so, the wheels turn for me to and like again. I don't know how realistic it is, but I like to have fun as much as the next guy or gal talking about the bills. So they've got extra money, and I, I think this is always out there. Like there's a certain element of the fan base that you know we'll, we'll get this call from time to time, and you can call right now with this if you want eight zero three zero five fifty. Although it'd be weird to just parrot what I'm saying uh, right now as a call, but still, um, you know, I just got a feeling they'll find a way. You know, they'll find a way to do something, maybe one big thing. And if you were of that mind to begin with, I would think news like today's only pushes that further into the front of your brain. And people like me who haven't been thinking that at all suddenly open their eyes a little bit to like, hey, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. They don't just have to keep their own guys. Maybe they can find their way to one big ticket item. Um, I don't know. Did your did your mind did you allow yourself to have that thought at all when you heard the news about the salary cap going up more than anticipated? Absolutely. I listen, I think there's absolutely a Connor McGovern parallel move. Like that was their marquee signing last year, which by the way, going into that offseason when Connor McGovern was signed, I think most people were like, Okay, well if this is the big move, 
move the needle a lot for me. He was damn good. How about this? I barely remember anyone saying his name at any point from training camp all the way through the season into the playoffs. I barely knew he existed. And if you're an offensive lineman, that's exactly <laughs> what I want from you. I don't want to ever know you play football because that means you're not getting penalties, you're not giving up sacks, and you're not getting beat because you're just you are you just do your job and you exist and you show up for your, you know, it, it's like the perfect company guy shows up on time, leaves on time, uh, doesn't complain, and, you know, just does his job, and no one ever has to ask, mm-hmm. you know, what does, never takes any sick days, doesn't take vacation days, doesn't use PTO, nothing. <laughs> That's Connor McGovern. Um, I, all for all, if that, w- that which it was, it was their big signing last year. It was probably one of the more under-the-radar, really good signings Brandon Bean has had in free agency, other than Leonard Floyd, obviously, which uh, that came a little later. Right. Also a very good signing, um, considering you know when they got him, yeah. June. Sort of a different category. Yeah, a different category, though. Um, and different impact. I mean, a very different position, obviously. I, I think that they're, this move could potentially open things up for them to bring back Leonard Floyd. Um, I'm not sure how on the radar that was. I'm not sure if he, what his value is, how it's changed from last year, considering the season he had another double digit or close to it sack season, led the Bills in sacks. Um, does that do anything to his market? Or uh, he did the same thing the year before, and the right. year before that, and the year before that. Yeah, and it's kind of weird he, that he was on the market when he was. Right. So. so maybe that you know puts the Bills in position to. I'd like to see them bring Leonard Floyd back. I thought he was really good last year. Um, so. I, I think if it does that, that's one thing. But I do think they'll have a Connor, McGra- uh, Connor McGovern, a tier two-ish free agent. Um, I think that could be the big move. You see, um, that also might could even open the door to now maybe they can swing a trade, um, a, maybe a Jerry Judy or something a lot a trade like that, mm-hmm, right? Where it's mm-hmm. a younger player with a year or two left on uh, on a contract or a rookie deal. Um, but yeah, I, I continue to think that even without this move, that that tier two free agent was still yeah. going to be kind of the the, the move for the Bills, and I, I think that doesn't change much. I'm still very much going to be thinking about receiver, and we've been talking and thinking about receiver in the draft a lot, of course, uh, and rightly so. The Bills have a need there. They're almost, you know, I, I guess this move could uh, help them keep Gabe Davis if they wanted to, but I just don't anticipate that. Um, I think the way they talked about what they want to accomplish in their offseason here for their passing game leans me toward, like, they're never going to come out and say we need to get somebody better or different necessarily than Gabe Davis, but I think that's that's been the plan. Um, so I am thinking very much about receiver for this, and I have been in the back of my mind thinking about receiver for this for free agency. Some, some mid-tier, like, I, you know, I'm... I, you want to dream about Mike Evans? Feel free to call us eight zero three zero five fifty. Like that, that's fun. You want to dream about the very top of the class, Michael Pittman Jr., who's you know younger and probably going to be around the same salary uh, ballpark, you know, mid twenties or somewhere in that range as someone like Mike Evans, who's accomplished obviously a lot more in the league. Um, but even before this news of the cap. I've been thinking about receiver for free agency. Mike has been big on this Hollywood Brown idea, and I don't even know if they can afford him necessarily. Kendrick Bourne's name has come up uh, a time or two as well. And I like that. And I think the likelihood of them adding a veteran receiver to at least start the season on the outside has to be very high. Because if you you think about the Bills and how they go about things here, how likely is it? that this team 
run by Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, is going to head into the draft needing a starting receiver on the outside. Gabe Davis was on the field over 90% of the time the last couple of years. And they do not have a plug-and-play replacement unless you want to tell me you think it's Justin Shorter, which, you know, he'll be in that mix, I'm sure. And body-wise, skill set-wise, maybe, you know, you can see a match there, but he has proven exactly nothing yet. And that's the same you could say for a first-round rookie. As excited as I want to be, about them nailing down an eventual number one receiver in this draft, them counting on that dude to start day one on the outside, I I just can't see them doing it. The guy might end up winning the job, right? But there will be, I think, a veteran, somebody who's played, you know, 50 games in the league or 100 games in the league on the outside competing for that spot. And so free agency for me, I, I'm, exp- I'm almost, I'll be as stunned as I'd be if the Bills didn't draft a receiver high in this upcoming draft in April. I'll be just about as surprised if they do not find their way to some five to $10 million player to replace Gabe Davis, at, at least to protect themselves from the possibility that the draft does not go their way at all. There's not a guy they like there or the guy they like simply does not hit the ground running enough for them to count on him being an opening day starter. Yeah. yeah I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that there needs to be some level. They, again, and I said this to Joe good, no, I said this earlier in the week when we had, am I supposed to remember who we talked to this week? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I guess I'm supposed to remember that as well. Uh, Matt Harmon, Matt Harmon, Matt Harmon, Matt Harmon, Matt Harmon. Yeah. Receivers. Duh, Thank you. Come on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But I mentioned to him, you know, everybody talks about Gabe Davis, but I, I think the guy that the Bills really failed to replace outside of, you know, John Brown and, and Cole Beasley was, you know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. They, he's that kind of veteran we're talking about here. Um, and, you know, I, I, the name that Van Harmon has said, and he's not the only person that said it, but Juwan Jennings from San Francisco, I know he's a restricted free agent, so I'm not sure if he's going to break free or what that looks like, if they're going to tender him or, or maybe move on. Um, but someone like that, you know, you know who else? Like, I also think this needs to be a player that has the, this veteran. To me, you might need to double dip, meaning he probably is also going to have to be a special teams guy. The guy that, I mean, during the Super Bowl, do you, Chris Connolly had an unbelievable game on special teams. I think for San Francisco, yes, because it was against his former team. Chris Connolly was drafted by by Kansas City, has been a <clears throat> free agent and not really done much. He had an unreal game. He was a he, he if, if San Francisco won, you could have convinced me he was a reason why he might have mm-hmm. been in the MVP. That's how good and special teams he was in that game. Um, so, are, are you looking at a guy that's gonna you're gonna pay in free agency that's gonna line up at X receiver and not help you on special teams? I don't know. That's why it's almost like to me, could we see them in Joe Brady? Maybe Joe Brady says I have a plan for Deontay Hardy that you know Ken Dorsey didn't, um, and we're gonna use him more, but. Like, I do think they want a big-bodied X that can bridge the gap from the first couple months of the season, uh, first couple weeks. Like, you know, it was nice having Dawson Knox here because Kincaid had a slow start out of the gates. Mm -hmm. They couldn't quite figure out how to use him. So they needed Emmanuel Sanders. There's no doubt to me. And, you know, there are names that you can go out there. DJ, I know they were talking this morning, like DJ Chark is a name. Um, but you know, someone that can help. I, Josh Reynolds is a really a name too, mm-hmm. that I like a lot. Um, 
<clears throat> it's been reliable for them and uh you know from LA but from LA went to uh, Detroit with with right. Goff and um yeah, someone like that makes a lot of sense to me you know I, I just this is not a guy you're going to be looking to spend 10 million dollars a year on you're going to want someone in the Hardy tier 5 million mm-hmm. two year you know 10 and a half 11 million dollars that's kind of what you're going to be looking for and you know we were as we were talking about them getting some more free or some more caps cap room because of the uh reported or the confirmed cap number for 2024 um to me whatever free agent they sign is going to have a very 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 low cap hit this year well right that that's the other thing about it like like when when you hear the cap is going up for this year and you know i i'm still this much over and I, you know how much room can you really create you 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 have to know that the teams can structure any deal for these guys in free agency so that the cap hit is low at the outset. I mean, it's why they redo deals with their own veteran guys uh, to kick that can down the road. I mean, that bill always comes due eventually, and it would for any free agent that you're bringing in, but you can structure it with bonus money up front so that you stretch that out and the cap hit at the outset is low, which is you know how you get to the idea that you could get a surprisingly bigger name than you've been thinking about with this news about the cap increasing. The the only thing that there 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 is a, a one hitch here and it, it is that because there's more money available, does everyone just get more money? Like does everyone just cost more? Hey, good news, you got a raise. Bad news, everything costs more. Mm. <laughs> right? Like just is that agents and players are gonna be, you know, the hands are gonna be out, right? Like I you you you're flush. Everybody's flush. So teams that are in better shape, great shape financially with the salary cap right now may be willing to spend more and that could be bad for the Bills, even with this added little kick. I mean, having extra money is never bad, but the teams that could sort of shape the market that have money to spend could cause problems in that regard, too. And that could end up pushing the dollar figures up on guys the Bills were interested in or thinking they'd be able to fit in at one rate, and now it's going to be you know a million or two more because the market's going bonkers because the cap went up as aggressively as it did. That that I mean, that could happen. I'm not I'm not trying to... Uh, you know, submarine our conversation by bringing that up, but that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, if if it if you've got more money to spend, players are going to get more money. Yeah, and I, that's right. And I think you also a team like your team like Miami, who is trying to get to a this contract extension, and they want to keep Christian Wilkins. And are they going to cut one of their corners? Are mm-hmm. they going to? They've got Javon Holland to pay in a year. They've got. Jalen Waddle to Waddle's pay in a year. Coming up. Um, they, they've got three holes at offensive line. Uh, that's a good situation for the Dolphins because now they've got a little extra cap room that they, that they didn't know they were going to have. But it also maybe drives up the price on a Tua. Maybe drives up the price on a Christian Wilkins. Uh, so yeah, to me, it's it it's it's a double edged sword. You think more money's good. More mm-hmm. money's always good. But it also means, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the same idea as, hey, you know, I really want to make more money so that I have more money. But really, when you make more money, you just spend more money right. is really what it is. And that's kind of what the same if you know, the, idea If is. all the stuff you wanted to buy costs more anyways, there goes the extra money you right. had, right? right. And, and that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what could happen uh, here. It almost probably will happen to some degree uh, once free agency actually uh, does get here. So, yeah, veteran receiver seems like, a, like to me, a no-brainer. 
uh, how big they want to go there, how big they can go there, how big I even want them to go there. Like I mentioned Mike Evans. I mean, that's that's a super exciting uh, idea, an interesting idea. I don't know that I would want to do it. Like if, if we, you know, free agency gets here and we're on the air and we find out, oh, the Bills did a thing with Mike Evans and it's, you know, four years and $120 million or something <laughs> at 30 years old. That could be really cool for a year, you know, right? He and Diggs together, but suddenly after a year at maybe two at most, I'm like, whoa, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, like, you again, you could make it work for a year, I think, with a low cap hit on a new contract and Diggs' is huge cap number, but eventually you're going to just run into trouble. So I, I don't know how much it'll really change what the Bills want to do tactically, but... I, I, you know, I do think receiver in free agency, as much as I'm on the receiver train for the draft, I think receiver in free agency, someone to potentially start almost has to happen uh, for this team. And just, you know, you mentioned a couple names there, Josh Reynolds, g- good name. Uh, what about Kelvin Ridley? Did, that started out looking really great for Jacksonville. And then, I don't know, there were some drops and I'm and not sure how great that looked. If they resign him, they have to give up a second round pick. Right. So he's probably going to market. Yeah. And, you know, they may say, yeah, we really like you, but you're 29 years old. And not only is signing you prohibitive to our cap, but he also costs us a premium draft capital in a year that is one of the deepest wide receiver drafts ever. They might just say, we're going to take a wide receiver with the, with the second, our right. second, you know, round pick. And we think we'll get similar production. So I think he's going to hit the market. I think that's the one thing about this wide receiver free agent market. And with Gabe Davis in particular, right, is this draft class being as deep as it is, is going to stunt that market. Um, T. Higgins is the number one receiver on this free agent on this free agent market for wide receivers coming off of a, not a good year, like a down year production wise. Now, injury in, in quarterback. But when you're that guy in a contract year, you want to have your best season um, yeah, coming off de- of your best season. He definitely season. didn't. And he yeah. did not. But. It's still he still flashed. I mean that that touchdown against Minnesota is oh, as he, good as it gets. If he hits the market, he's he's getting he's, a number, he's getting number one receiver money. That's right. And but I do think for guys like Gabriel Davis, it's I'm really I am super interested to see what his his market looks like. He just to me in my mind, I'm like you are a Carolina Panther. I mean, right? I mean that's <laughs> that just makes so much sense. Uh, but yeah, to me, I'm, I'm super interested to see what a market I, for Gabriel Davis looks I, like. I want to word this so it's not as harsh as it could be toward him. I, I want his market to be incredible. Me too. Because I, I, I not not because I want some team to sign him and regret it or anything like, or for him to you know be oh what a horrible idea that was. I don't want I'm them not, to convince I'm, themselves. Yeah, right. I'm not I rooting. I'm not rooting themselves. against him at all. I hope he goes. You know, as long as he doesn't go to like Kansas City or somewhere. Uh, I, I hope he I hope he lands somewhere and and has success. But I want his market to be good enough that it it doesn't fall to a spot where the bills go well you know we were going to spend x amount of money on josh reynolds or hollywood brown 
well, we know Gabe Davis and we love Gabe Davis, so why don't we just do that for the same money if, if his market doesn't meet what is anticipated? I- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, I don't want that. I, 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 I suspect that they wouldn't do that anyways because, again, I think they recognize – that they've been somewhat limited. I think you've made the exact right point about Emmanuel Sanders. Like Davis was a nice piece when you had a him. compliment. Yeah. When he, he blows up and has four touchdowns in a playoff game and Sanders is a free agent. It was very easy com- to convince very, yourself. Very comfortable yep. for the bills to go. Okay, well there's our new, that that's it. There's yep. the guy. And I don't think that they've had enough juice in their passing game in large part because of that choice. So I would agree I, with that. I want a replacement. I think they do too, uh, but I'd like it to be a no-brainer. Like, like I'd like him to get $15 million somewhere in the Bills to go, thank you for coming. And we have Sale today, correct? Yes, Sale's okay, going to so join us at 5. Sale was on with Joe this morning, and I was listening on the way into work and, th- and kind of hearing Sale talk about, like, you know, he's like just hypothetical, right? Let's just say his market is done, and he's like, you know what, I want to come back. Let's run this back for at least another year, five million bucks. And then you're like, you kind of have to do that. That's hypothetical. And I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. I hope that even at five million dollars that the Bills would say, no, thank you. Not because we don't like you, um, but because I hope the reason it doesn't happen is because then they won't be convinced that they don't have to draft right. a number one receiver, that they don't have to go out and really try to make this, remake this position. Because it's not, again, to your point, it's not, I don't like Gabe Davis. I don't think he's a good player. Those are, that's not where I am with Gabe. But where I am with this offense is, I, I need them to have the self-awareness that running back a group that is largely the same is not the answer. It's a group it's that resulted not. in them becoming the run-heaviest team in the league that's for right. the last month and a half of the season. Look, that is not where you want to be in Correct. 2024 in the NFL. With I, Josh even, Allen. Even with defense sort of yeah. awakening or whatever. Uh, yeah, so 
I hope I hope that that all plays out that way, um, and that he go Carolina perfect. Go go catch ninety passes uh, from Bryce Young and win five games, and I'll we'll you know we'll see you later. Eight oh three oh five fifty. You got an idea you really like in free agency? Extra money, people. The Bills have got a little more flexibility than we thought they'd have. Uh, what do you think? 803-0550 is the number. Uh, we already mentioned it. Mike Tanier, he's, he's got a new sort of independent project. He's been involved in uh, his Twitter bio is hilarious. I'll, I'll get to it. I don't have it open in front of me here. But he's been Football Outsiders and a couple of other gigs. He's got his own deal going now. But we enjoy talking to Mike about the league. And he just dropped a piece today. On he's doing, I guess, around the league, top quarterbacks all time for franchises. And the Bills one was today. So he's got that up, current uh, of interest to Bills fans. I tweeted that out earlier. Anyway, Mike will be with us at 4. Sal, like Nate just mentioned, at 5 on this salary cap news with the cap going up to $250 million, about you know, somewhere between 11 and $12 million more than what was anticipated. So we're kind of kicking that around. The Sabres play tonight as well. That doesn't get here until 6 when Paul Hamilton will join me to kick off Sabres pregame. They're in Columbus tonight to play the Blue Jackets. Again, 803 is the number. Nate Geary in for Mike Shope. I am the Bulldog. Thanks for listening to WGR. There's guys that have explosive qualities, and they, they create explosive plays, but I'm concerned about the sustainability of how their explosive plays are created and if that's going to carry over. I think a guy who is going to have carryover, Brian Thomas. I, I think he's somebody who works in the slot, works outside, big high weight speed guy, great ball skills down the field, but because he's inside-outside guy and, he, and he's worked – some quick hitting routes as well, you see a little bit more than just, okay, run on the vertical plane, extended play, or go up and make a catch. That is scouting analysis from Kyle Krabs, who was a guest on the morning show today. Young guys are making fun of me because I don't retain information. This is uh, this has come up before. Exact. Here, here's how it works. Like we're sitting here, Nate and I are talking about restaurants during the break. Uh, wait, no, we're we're talking about fullbacks. No, so we're talking about restaurants. Yes, we were talking. About and fullbacks. we're about to come back, and Zach will say in our ear. This is going to be Kyle Krabs talking about receivers in the draft. And I go, okay. And then Nate and I talk for another 15 seconds. And then the music starts. And Zach is going to play this person. And I have to ask, I'm sorry, who is this again? <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's, there's a lot going on in here. It may, it may, it may look like no one's home, but I, like, I, there's a lot, there's a lot, oh, it, there's, a it, lot there's a lot happening. It looks like no one's home. There's I, no doubt about I that. I also have, I'm also a person who, when I uh, work nights, we'll, we'll get to calls here in a second. When I work nights at BEN, a five hour show, um, the way our clock worked there, and because it was news radio 930 WBEN even then, um, and I had a sports show at night. Uh, we did news, and I had to do the weather at like twenty and forty, right? Just as we went to break, like here's the here's the weather, and so I would read the weather ten times a night, and then you know go home, and my we were married for a little while while I had that gig, but still, my my wife might say just. Hey, what's the weather going to be like uh, tomorrow? Do you know what the weather's going to be like for uh, the weekend or anything? I'm like, I, no, I have no idea. I have no idea. And she'd be like, didn't don't, don't you, you, do you read the weather ten times a day during your show? Like, yep. I don't really retain it. I'm yeah. I'm reading it. 
I'm not <laughs> right. I'm not taking it in and and spiraling it away. I'm, it. Just, I'm just yeah. merely trying to say all the words correctly. That's my real effort, and not botch anything. And so I would never remember what the weather is. But that's just me. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. The salary cap is going up more than was anticipated. Like the Bills and well, of course, all thirty-two teams in the NFL will have a little more money than they thought they would. And so the wheels are turning a little bit. Like, does that get you excited about maybe a bigger name than you've been thinking about? I mean, the Bills still do have a lot of work to do in a couple of weeks here because they got to get under the cap by the time the new league year begins. And they are still now, instead of 50 million or so over, they're somewhere around 40 million over. Uh, so we're kicking that around. Mike Tanier going to join us at four on this news and on the league in the offseason. Sal Capaccio at five on this as well. Larry is first up this segment. Hi, Larry. Thank you for calling. You are on the air on WGR. Yeah, so I was calling about, you know, with the salary cap going up and everything like that, but also calling about uh, wide receiver in round one. Mm-hmm. You know, my thought process is if they're going to go get a wide receiver in round one, that guy should, you know, with this deep class and what's available – I think that guy should hit the ground running day one as the, as the second receiver. No questions asked. Because, I mean, the goal isn't just that he's wide receiver two. It's he's the next wide receiver mm-hmm. one. And well, so, you know, bringing, it, bringing yeah. in a veteran guy that's too expensive, I think that's not a great idea. I think, you know, if you're going to fill the holes, maybe you can use some of this extra money uh-huh. to sort of re-sign some of these guys you had on the defensive line, make that a little bit less of a priority. Um, I know nobody's really talking about that third-round pick that we've got from Chicago. You know, maybe that's a, a trade asset to move up a little bit to go get that wide receiver that you really think is, is the guy. I don't think you're going to get into the top three, but, you know. No, yeah. I just think that that guy's got to hit to be. I, I, I Yeah, I, I think you, you definitely want that guy to hit. You should expect him to hit. But the point I made that I'm assuming you're responding to in the first segment of the show is like wanting that to happen, hoping that that happens, and not having a plan in place in case it doesn't. Um, to me, that doesn't sound like the Bills to me. That, that's all I'm saying. Like I, 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 I want all those things. I want to draft a guy at 28. I'll even go up to 25 if I need to, if the right guy is there. I want him to hit the ground running, and I want him to eventually be a replacement for Stefan Diggs. But it still might take that guy a little time to really acclimate, earn Josh Allen's trust, earn Joe Brady's trust, them to figure out how to best use him. And I myself would just be very surprised if this organization – said we're replacing Gabe Davis with a first round rookie at receiver and like that's our plan. I think they'll have something more something modest. I don't think it'll be Mike Evans or Michael Pittman Jr., but I think they'll have something in place that, you know, has played some games in the league and has caught some balls, a proven commodity that just so they have it in case the rookie takes a little bit of time. That's the point I'm making. Okay. I mean I see it. I just don't want it to be like you said, you know, if it's if, they, if Davis Davis can come back on the cheap, then, you know, maybe that. I just don't want it to be one of these guys where you're going to say, eh, let's throw $15 million a year. Yeah, no, I, yeah, look, I, the news about the cap going up gets you maybe racing in that direction, but I still kind of doubt that they do something that aggressive. Uh, I'm talking about a modest guy, maybe a one-year prove-it deal. I just think there'll be a veteran there to, to replace Davis. And how long have we just – collectively thank you for the call the last couple of seasons 
Odell Beckham Jr. two years ago. Last year, last offseason, was all DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins this. I, although I respect both of those players, and Hopkins probably would have been really good in this offense yeah. last year, right? I mean, he was good considering his age. Drafting, signing a 29 to 31-year-old wide receiver is not what is not solving the issue that what we're talking about at its core is for this team, which is the future. Mm-hmm. It solves part of the problem, but I still think the main part of what people want to see a first round, why people want to see a first round wide receiver taken, isn't just because they want another good receiver. It's because they want another good receiver with a rookie contract that by the end of it is now your number one receiver and you're signing him to the next Diggs contract that you have. Mm-hmm. Adding another Diggs level, a 31-year-old, or Mike Evans, great player. He's 31, 30, whatever he is. I'm not looking for that. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to sign somebody, I even like that person to be like 27, 28, not 31, 32, and not 10, 12, 13, $15 million a year. So like right now, if you asked me, would I rather have Josh Reynolds or DeAndre Hopkins? In what world would you say I, I want Josh Reynolds? In this world, because I don't want – I do you want to know why? It's because Josh Reynolds is not going to stop me from taking a first-round wide receiver. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins probably does. You're gonna, you could convince yourself, well, we can kick that can down the road. Right. We got Hopkins. He's our clear-cut number two. I don't want a rookie receiver – to, we're not going to spend a first-round asset on a rookie receiver because he's not going to get to play that much. 803-0550 is the number. Appreciate the call. We're getting connected with our fans during this segment, which is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Zach is next up. Hi, Zach. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. What's up, Chris? What's up, Nate? Nice to talk to you. Um, you know, Nate, you're just t- so my point was going to be on uh, Odell Beckham. Actually, this was I had to put really no thought into it before calling. It's just you know I know that was a misconnection in the past. Um, I guess I would push back on your point a little bit, just because you know the Raven different organization organization, but the Ravens got him last year, but then they also drafted say Flowers, mm-hmm. right? And they they were pretty explosive as well. So I don't love the the Odell Beckham idea. I would never choose that in you know. A, in, instead of drafting in early in the draft uh, wide receiver. But uh, and in addition, as the more you're talking about it, I feel like this extra money, if you will. Um, yeah, the, the, the previous caller I brought up, using it to help out on the defensive line, I think you use that and definitely either get a de-tackle or try and get an older safety in the building, mainly to scratch that itch and not go in the first or uh, second round with that, in my opinion. So that's probably the best use of the cash, I would say. Yeah, and you know, it's- you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Your point, Zach like the Odell Beckham idea. I, and I, I like where your head's at, right? Because your, your idea was they went out and signed a veteran. Their wide receiver situation was significantly more dire than ours. They didn't have a Stephon Diggs. They had nothing. Right. They spent $15 million, which I think did it bump up to almost $18 million. Um, I know they had, okay, 13.85 guaranteed to Odell Beckham Jr. He had... Didn't go 30 great. catches? I don't think it went great at all. 35 catches, <laughs> right? Now, what you're talking about is they signed Beckham and drafted a first-round wide receiver, and the first-round wide receiver went off, and he did not. The problem is if the Bills signed an Odell Beckham-like receiver, a veteran receiver for $12 million, that's 30, 31 years old, and then they draft a first-round wide receiver, this isn't Baltimore. We still have Diggs. You still have Shakir. You have... You still have, you know, uh, your tight ends. You have Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox. Now you have this veteran receiver and now a first-round pick. So it's going to be really hard for that first-round pick to have an impact this year, unlike where you were in Baltimore last year, where you had Mark Andrews and that's Nelson why, Aguilar. Right. That's why what you what you need, I think, is a guy that you w- won't feel beholden to, won't be entrenched because of the money you paid him. He's here. He, you, you hope he does the job you need him to do, and part of the job you need him to do is to be replaced by the rookie eventually. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. A- could be the guy, by the way. He could be a guy. He's not making thirteen point eight five million guaranteed next year. Not after the season he had. No, he's thirty. He's gonna. Be, I think it's his age thirty-two season. He's thirty-one. He's thirty-one right now. Right now. Yeah. He will be. This is his age thirty-two season, and he's coming off thirty-five catches. And he's coming off a year before that where, since 2020, now injuries within this, 23 in 2020, 17 in 2021 with the Browns, 27 with the Rams after he was traded, and 35 this year. With the free agent market that exists right now, if he's getting north of seven, he might be thinking he's worth more than that. I don't think the the market views him as that, though. Mm-hmm. So that could be the veteran guy we're talking about here for in Buffalo. Again, though, I don't know that that is the type of player. And, th- and I, I think largely the conversation around Odell Beckham Jr. is very frustrating. I don't really agree with how he's sort of viewed in the league. Um, I don't want a situation where he's getting paid $7.5 million and, and getting 35 catches, and that's probably what's happening if they sign him and then they also sign a, and they draft a, a, a receiver either in the first round or the second round. But I think signing Odell Beckham Jr., probably stops you from taking a number one wide receiver. 
It doesn't have to, but I think it probably will. Yeah, you can't do that then. Right. So you can't, you can't. the the priority has to be the replacement for Diggs eventually. Correct. Like if you think, I mean, if you think Michael Pittman Jr. could be that guy, then do that. But that's you know that's outrageous money. Like that's going right. to be maybe the biggest free agent contract in the class outside of Mike Evans. And that's why it's like Curtis Samuel. He's twenty seven, right? Um, DJ Chark, twenty seven. He's been injured a lot. Though. I think before. Shakir emerged, Samuel would have been a really cool idea to yeah. me, but I feel like... I, I feel Redundancy. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't feel like that's really going to fit. Uh, let's take a time out. More calls on the way. Enjoying the conversation so far here. A little extra money to spend. How do you want to spend it? It's fun spending other people's money, isn't it? 803-0550 is the number. Nate Geary in for Mike Shope. I am the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. Happy to have you hang with us here on a sunny Friday. I am the Bulldog, Nate Geary, in for Mike Shope, along with Zach Jones on the Wheels of Steel. 803-0550 is the phone number. Back to the phones. Denny is first up this segment. Hi, Denny. Thank you for calling. You're on WGR. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday. You got um, it. I have a couple of, <laughs> I have a couple of thoughts. Um, with the free money, what do you guys think about getting rid of some dead money? Um, I feel like this year could be a mini rebuild, and I was kind of looking into what kind of dead money we could get rid of, and there's a lot there. Is, is it possible just to use that extra money so that we can get rid of some dead money and have a mini rebuild? Um, I mean, they're already going to have to retool just to get under the cap, even with this added bonus of having an extra 10 to $12 million. So I I mean who are you who what are you referring to like uh are you talking about Wales like Diggs or Von Miller or are you talking more mid-range on the on the on the bill salary structure Yeah there's a couple of guys obviously you know Von Miller would be the goal but we don't have the amount of money there No you know but if you look at even like the Trey White situation I think there's some dead money there um where we can get rid of them and uh, I have to do a little bit more research on it, but I saw like you know about eighty million dollars worth of dead money there. Yeah. Um, so you know, so if we can figure out a way to do that, I, I think um, the 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 thing that the bills I think will do, Denny. Thank you for the call to save save some money. Um, is r- rather than redo things like they they could redo digs, they could redo Miller. The players have to be open to doing this, of course, um, and lower their cap numbers, but it's only going to make things worse next year. So I think taking some medicine this year in the form of living with those cap figures and crossing your fingers is some version of what you're describing. And I predict that's – well, I don't predict. Well, sure, that's what I want them to do, and I think that's what they're going to do. Uh, I'd be surprised if they kicked the can down the road further on Miller or Diggs at this point. I, it's not happening. Um, to me, here's another thing. So, and by the way, uh, the Xavier Howard um, from Spotrac, uh, the 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 Dolphins have basically he's, said he's going he's, to be released. He's going to be released at the start of the league year, and will be designated as a post June first cut. Here's something to think about when you're talking about taking on dead money. And I hear a lot of people, well, just post June first them, you'll be fine. You got it'll be extra cap space. What I think people don't realize is post-June 1st means that cap space does not become available until June 1st. Right. So you still carry – so if you cut digs right now or trade digs And space out that $31 million over two years. You're not getting years. that cap until June. Right. So you can't 
sign a guy with that intended cap space until that cap space is available. And those guys aren't just uh, sitting around waiting. And they will be gone. Right. So it's it's more of a this helps us spread out this hit, but it's not like you get that money immediately and you get to, you get fun coupons. It's it's money, but it's money later on. Uh, so that's just something to think about too, as you see teams now um, with big cuts. And I think the next couple of days. Listen, I think who, who got cut recently? That's available right now. The Bills could be in the market for a couple of these players that have been cut recently before the league year starts because they do not count against your compensatory pick formula. And I think Brandon Bean, this is the first year they're going to get a, a, a good compensatory, a premium compensatory pick uh, in the third round from the from losing Tremaine Edmonds. But that's where you can do some damage. You can get some value, mm-hmm. but it won't count against. And I think they want to keep adding third-round picks if they can. 8030550 is the number. We'll take more calls as we make our way through the afternoon. Next, though, after the top of the hour update, Mike Tanier going to get in on all of this here. The salary cap going up, the Bills offseason, the league offseason, the draft, all of it uh, with Mike Tanier on the NFL coming up right after this. Nate Geary's in for Mike Shope. I am the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.